0: Everybody, this is Rita Springer, and welcome to the Rita Springer podcast. It's been just over a year since we started this podcast, and probably, I don't know, maybe two years since I had the desire to start it. And it's certainly not because I like to talk. I actually, you know what they used to call me back in the day? They used to call me, now you see or now you don't, because I would disappear after I led worship because I just... I, I don't know, I, I was just so self-conscious and so like freaked out by people, <laughs> I guess, I don't know, um, that I just didn't want, I didn't want to talk to anybody. I didn't want to do anything. I just was like, <clears throat> she was out the door. After I let her, I was in the back of the church and then moved back around when I had to come back for closing. But I have felt over the years like, you know, when you walk out, you're calling and you, you do it, really do it with the Lord. It's not like you're like you're diving with a career that you've got and you're like, oh my gosh, this is the coolest thing ever. I mean, I don't know that I ever thought it was the coolest thing ever because I think when I stepped into the role of leading worship and writing music and making records, there are a lot of cool factors about it, but it was always, it, I just came into it with such a holy thing. It just was a, worship was how I unraveled before the Lord. Um, you know, I just, I i, I will never forget Walking into a vineyard church when I was 16, 17 years old and hearing worship like I'd never heard for the first time. And I just, I just felt Jesus. And it's just one of those feelings that never went away. It's one of those feelings that just became an addiction, I think, for me. <clears throat> and walking this whole thing out with the Lord has been um, really the, the, a beautiful journey in it. And so um, when I got a hold of just, encouraging people i think there was a power behind that that i had never felt before because i'd felt so encouraged by god and then to to feel like you as you know as an individual you have the the power when god completely changes your life that you actually have that power of evangelism that power tool of hey look this is what the lord did for me let me encourage you what the lord can do for you and i think more and more i talk to young artistry uh, now, people in artistry and creative expression—I I use that kind of terminology because I think that everybody's really creative and and have some kind of an artistic thing. When I speak directly with worship leaders who have that gift, it's just a very different—it's a very different conversation because um, I'm not hearing them say at least 99% of them, there is a 1% I do hear this, but I'm not hearing them say, man, I, I had to get into this or I felt God called me into this because I was so radically unraveled by worship. The Lord just met me in worship and I wanted to just seek the presence of the Lord in worship and I wanted it to be done the way the Lord wanted it to be done. I don't hear that. I hate that I don't hear that as often But I think that um, we've done a disservice in the church and in the industry of making it look like a showroom and it's just really not a showroom. And so I've loved the podcast because it's just a different arm. Like I could sit down at the piano and sing a song, you know, for for three and a half minutes and somebody can be so blessed by that that they repeat or they play the song on repeat, which is, man, there's power in that. There's just, that that's never lost on me. I think it's why I love writing more than I do anything else um, outside of mothering, I think. I I love to write because it is definitely a treasure hunt for me. And trying to um, just, you know, say it like it's never been said before and finding new language for things and finding new melody lines. It's just a, it's kind of a treasure hunt for me. But If loving children in need is important to the Lord, it should be paramount to us. That's why I decided to partner with Compassion International to be the hands and feet of Jesus where we're able. That's what I want to do. And I, I want to ask you to ask yourself, what are you able to do? Go to the Compassion site today at compassion.com slash Rita and explore the ways your small contribution can change someone's life. If you haven't heard it yet, go back and listen to my episode with Jay. His story will show you how you can truly make a difference. In someone's life, visit Compassion.com slash Rita. The podcast has been really great. It's been a really sweet season. I think, um, you know, on the level of how I am, I'm super honest. Um, This has been a really interesting season for me because I feel transition and change coming in my own life. But I think it's more of an internal perspective of what God is actually trying to teach me in things that I'm, that I'm revisiting, that have this uh, feeling in them that I haven't fully conquered it, which I'm pretty sure I probably talked on here if you follow the podcast at all, if you follow anything I say at all. You know, I'm the kind of person that I don't want to say it, speak it, write it without ever experiencing it or having the willingness to be given a revelation for something and say it and without the revelation for something without the knowledge of walking it out, and say that and go public with it without having the Lord have all the permission in the world to then make me walk it out. And so that's not a rare thing for me. Usually I'm walking out something and and then I do it. But I feel like I'm in a season where I'm walking out something that, that I've come to and stumbled on um, over the years. Um, and I've gleaned so much about it, but I haven't fully, I think um grabbed a hold of things and i think a lot of um a lot of it for me is knowledge and revelation about the person jesus and and how he is with me and i think in my conversations with so many people i think the the biggest tension the biggest struggle is sometimes not really about Um, the issues at work or the issues with other people or the issues with the church, but it's how you handle those things based on how you see God in your life and how you are, um, you're, you're standing in that position when something happens. And is there a familiar bend to us when we, uh, when we are, are, being visited by a familiar feeling or a familiar thing or something that we could say, gosh, I just wish this would end. I wish having to actually always go through this kind of thing or always feel this thing would just kind of end. I would hope that what it does for you, like it does to me, it's like something's like off. Like there's something I'm not getting that I need to grab a hold of that I haven't either been willing to see it or it has been a long process for me because the longevity of keeping it dealt with uh, is, is is a process where the Lord is like little by little by little by little, then wham, you're through the, through the hole, you know? And so I am trying to come outside um, the other side of that tunnel and really uh, be honest with the Lord and like, how do you totally see me? Like, there's so much knowledge of knowing that you know, that you know, that you know. And then so much of that knowledge, it turns into wisdom when you live, that you live, that you live, that you live. That you live. And there are things that you can know in your head, but then things you have to walk out with your feet and you walk out with your spirit. And those are the long lasting things that glean your wisdom. Knowledge is knowledge. It sits in the head. Um, But unless it soaks into your gut and it becomes part of the process of not like changing your your opinion. Like if you had an opinion about um, how you maybe in certain circumstances with people that you know, trying to hold you accountable. Let's just say people that like put your feet to the fire and, and that just doesn't work for you. And you get real offended really easily. So you realize, oh my gosh, I get offended. And so I have to get rid of my offense. And then little by little, the Lord's showing you why you get offended and, and how come it stays with you the way it does. And then how it is, um, it segues into unforgiveness and then how it kind of leaks into a bitter field. And And the Lord shows you those things. And then you really are like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, to where some of the same things can be said years later and you never take offense or you never go down that road anymore because there's been true, clean uh, healing. And there's been like, you just don't even think about stuff like that anymore. I can't, I can't be, I'm more grateful to the Lord for those things because there are many in my life where I'm like, gosh, I'm just not in that place anymore where, I care about that. Like I used to I used to care about those kind of comments and wear those comments, or I used to care about how that made me feel and walk around like, you know, feeling like I was losing it because I'm you know, making up a story in my head about it. And I just there's places I'm just like, I ain't got time for that. I just ain't got time for that, which I love that. I love that because that's true healing. That's true progression. And I think we all need to get to those places. And maybe that's a little red flag for some of you out there that are like, why is this always bugging me? Like this, I just always seem to come back to this and I'm coming back to this problem and this problem. And a lot of times we, we take a one pass, you know, and, um, and we, we get a revelation from God and we're like, yeah, God really taught me things. And then God will allow us a second pass. and, And we're like, oh man, you know, I've, I've tripped up again. And, and then a third pass and, and then years later, a fourth pass will hit and you're, you're just like, it levels you. And it's like, oh, I got to go back to the basics. And I I have learned kind of a rhythm with God where it's like, I'll look at him and I'll just be like, can you just do it? Because well, I don't want to come back around this mountain. And there have been some things just in um, in my little transitional state. I think a lot of it has to do with um, getting older. And I think for me, you know, I did, a, um, I did an update, like a life update really with the justice graduating and finishing a role in my life, not finishing motherhood at all, but finishing a role after almost two decades of just having um, someone be, your, your, your attention from the morning, the minute you wake up in the morning to the moment you go to sleep at night. And then throughout the night, you'll wake up and think about the little person upstairs. And um, sometimes you get up and you check on them. And and so that has really been interesting to me to, to wrap my brain around the season of like letting go and the season of just like, it, it's not, I am not a helicopter mom. So this is not about being a helicopter mom. It's about actually really leaning in to listen to the Lord saying, hey, I feel like there's a change here and I feel like it's a really good thing, but I wanna do this season just as well as I felt like you were asking me to do the last season well. And and I, I think that that comes with a season of just internal perspective too, of like, wow, this is coming up and I, I'm questioning this and I haven't questioned this in a while and this is happening and you aren't, looking the same way in this situation that you looked like before, where I just have learned this, oh, God, I'll take care of it. It's going to be okay. Everything's going to be okay. And it's like, you're not kind of doing what I'm predicting that you'll do. And so I think when we're in those situations, we're like, we get really fearful. That can be our first go-to, and we can get really doubtful. That could be our, our second go-to or one of our go-tos. And then we, we get um, almost like you know, teetering on the edge of, oh my gosh, is everything changing? And and if you're if you're really if if it's really something that I think that sometimes the Lord pushes in on, it'll push the buttons of have I been believing in the right manner in this situation? Like have I been taking this all into account? And do I like, do I really trust God in these areas? And I think honestly I've actually been in that place where I'm like, oof, like I'm a big truster in the lord but if i was going to be super honest the area that is that gets shaken the easiest is trusting the lord with the future you cannot predict trusting the lord with with a life that um you just don't know what's going to happen and i think coming off of a post covid world where things happened and we never got the memo from the lord about stuff it's like it can put you into a mode of like uh, hesitation and flinching and and I think in all honesty, I've realized that I'm like, I've got so much to say, but there are, there are there's dialogue in my head that I'm like, what's the season looking like? And what am I, you know, what am I doing here? And so while the podcast and the Patreon and learning how to do things differently has been really great, I've actually felt like, I think we're turning a corner and I don't know what that corner is turning into. I think it's good things, but... I don't know if there's some bumps along the way and I want to be prepared for the bumps along the way. And sometimes I'm the kind of person that over-prepares for the bumps. Anybody out there gonna get an amen when you over-prepare for the bumps? It's like the overpacker, you know, you take things you don't need because heaven forbid, if you need that. And and so <clears throat> I have loved this podcast. And I'm gonna continue doing the podcast, but we're gonna take a little bit of a break and um and then bring it back. In kind of a whole new way, I think. Uh, So I know I'm committed to that. I've really been talking to the Lord about it and just looking at, okay, how to do that well and how to do it where it feels um, feasible and it feels like there's time in there to do it. And it feels um, like, you know, this is the season. This is the next step. This is the next step that God has because I'm a real big stickler with I don't know what the Lord is doing. And I'd rather sit down on this park bench and look up at the trees swaying in the wind and talk to him as opposed to just thinking, oh, we'll just go on as normal and everything will be great. So, all that to say, um, we're going to take a little bit of a break after this podcast is done. And um, you're going to probably be maybe seeing some, you know, just some repeats of some, but then. Uh, we will kind of relaunch this and you just need to be kind of have your eyes pinned to social media and all the, all the medias. And um, I'll let you know when we are going to launch it again and in a whole new way. So that is part of what this little um, send off for the summer here for the remaining part of the summer is. And just really so thankful. So thankful for um, honestly, again, compassion who stepped in to just, Really support me and support this podcast, but um, give us the opportunity. I know I've said it in our gratitude, generosity, and kind of uh, gratitude kind of uh, podcast that I did not too long ago. But man, I just can't stress it enough. I, you know i i took justice to I took justice to see the sound of freedom. I just felt like the Lord was like, I, I want you to take your son to that. And I think every teenager needs to see it. And Obviously, it's not like rated R, so they're not showing some of the horrifying scenes that you know what's going on in there. But um, any parent that has a child, um, even the parent in you that doesn't want to pretend that stuff exists, I have a family member that um, works for the government and much like Ballard, and um, he is in the division of child pornography. And, um, the conversations that I have with, with him are, are brutal to say the least brutal, because he's got to live with imagery and listens to a lot of worship music, um, in the process of it. But, uh, I, I just, it's a, it's the whole perspective of just being for children, period, whether we're rescuing them, out of trafficking, whether we're rescuing them out of poverty. I, I just, I'm floored by um, the desensitizing that we do in our nation toward children. I just don't understand it. Um, and I'm glad I don't understand it because it means I have no grid or tolerance for a brain that can't wrap itself around the compassion and the morality of, and the value and the worth of a child and. And anybody that that thinks differently or sees differently, when that is is kind of insane. In fact, I just along the lines of that that movie, you know, I um, it's it's kind of um, sweet because I actually really have a a heart for um, for the actor Jim Caviezel. I I was in my twenties and was living in the Pacific Northwest, and Jimmy's sister Amy, who is still one of the most precious memories of my life. We were really good friends in youth group together. And she went to a church that I went to and it was pretty charismatic. And I know she was born and raised Catholic. And so she started going to this church because she kind of got full of the Holy Spirit. and, And we would just have these incredible talks. And I just remember back in the day meeting with Jimmy because he just wasn't really, he was just really kind of uncomfortable with the charismatic churches. And being a Catholic, that was very much... Um, understood. and so I would have these conversations with him about Christ and the Spirit of God and the Holy Spirit and all these things and and it's been it's just been sweet for me to see him just uh, I, I knew his manager at the time. she was a good, really good friend of mine before she passed away and and just to see him uh, do what he's been doing and uh, obviously the Passion of the Christ was such a big movie for him and And so proud of him, as he has just stood in faith and stood um, in his belief in God and his belief that um, children belong to God, and uh, and and we have to 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 make a stand. I I I don't want this podcast to be about about uh, you know some form of that, but I just I I I want to you know when I think of compassion and what we're doing to get kids fed in impoverished countries. And you know, I still have people that are like, "Yeah, we just we don't have we just don't have room in our budget." And I'm like, "You cannot not have room in your budget. Like, you cannot not have room in your budget. Like, if anything, you know, to to pull something out of your life that you'll never miss um, is something that a lot of us don't us don't even think about because when we look at the problem, the problem just is so sometimes. Um, huge that our brain wants to actually pretend there's no problem. And I am just so, uh, I'm just so in awe of organizations like Compassion and those that are like it. I worked with World Vision for a long time as well. And, and they just, these kind of nonprofits that are just, um, going out and doing the thing for children in impoverished countries by letting them learn, giving them food. Um, we have got to come back full circle as a church full circle as a people i don't even care if you go to church if you are not about children and the safety of children and and the hungry bellies of children and those millions and millions of kids that are being trafficked like in in these countries i it just i don't know what to say to you like you need to get with it and you need to get um, whether you give support where you give support for any kind of traff- uh, anti-trafficking organization or you know just go to compassioninternational.com that the compassion website and just sponsor a child for 35 bucks a month and and know that you know you're doing something something to actually give a child life to give a child hope and man we have got to be about the children i i, I wonder if maybe it's time for the mainstream world to remake we are the world you know <laughs> Because that's like, what is happening to America when we can't, when we are just fighting over whether something is real or whether it's a farce, when everybody and their neighbor knows it's real? And it's just you know people want to politicalize stuff. It's just it's it's insane to me. So I am so grateful for compassion. All that to say, I'm so grateful for Compassions. They're just their their belief in me and their their uh, support of the Rita Springer podcast and you and me media. And um, man, uh, for the summer, maybe if you if you want to bless me, go sponsor a child. If you if you want to say, hey Rita, we love this. Thank you so much for your music. Um, you can DM me that, but then go sponsor a child. And that would be the best DM um, I can think of to get a kid fed. So um, at any rate, I uh, I have a lot going on. I've got some really beautiful things. Uh, I One of the things I think the Lord was talking to me about, which I think I, I just want to stir the heart of people um, who are in the next chapters of their life, whether you guys are going off to college whether uh, you're quitting your job and starting a new job and um, whether you're moving out of state, whatever your transition is, is that really, really do this transition. I I have said a million gazillion times, you enter the way that you leave. especially, I love that saying as it uh, relates to churches. When you exit a church, even if it's based off of well, you don't really agree with the leadership anymore, blah, 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 whatever, or you've been hurt, whatever. Don't enter the way that you leave. If you've left bad, you're going to enter bad. If you've left without blessing people, if you've left even without getting the blessing, you know, bless so that when you enter the next transition of your life, the next department of your life, the next facility of your life, the next place of worship of your life, that you do it with, with just integrity and you do it with honor. I I just think we've got to start being better at this in all of our stuff. And so those of you that are in the middle of transitions like me, where I just feel like God's, I mean, he's even asking me to, ugh, I'm even saying this makes me a little nauseous, but but I got nauseous before I did the Battles record. And I'll probably vlog a little bit of this because I, the process is actually kind of, it's just kind of like really interesting to me. Um, I just have been at, talking to the Lord about making music and I love writing songs, but I mean, honestly, there's nothing in me that's like, I've got to do another record. I'm like, I'm in my mid fifties, man. I'm over my mid fifties. I'm 56. It's like, give it a rest, Springer, move on. And I, I don't even feel like I, I have to be on stage. Um, people ask me, do you miss touring? And I'm like, you know what? I really don't miss, I don't miss the exhaustion of it. I miss the people. I miss... I miss like every other night doing something. I still travel on the weekends and stuff, which I love that. But even sometimes that can, you know, in the middle of that, it's like, Lord, what is this what I'm supposed to be doing? Is this what I'm supposed to be doing? And I've been in this season where, where when I haven't been traveling, I've just had to look at the Lord and be like, what are you like? What do you want me to do? And so he's been kind of talking to me about certain things and part of it is recording again. And I would really love to do a Christmas record. Um, I just, making records for me is chock full of all kinds of things. And so I think that's where for me, I'm like, I need to do this transition of whatever this next thing is with whatever it is I'm doing in Music Next to be something that's done differently than I've ever done it before, and something that's done without the perspective, which not all that perspective is bad at all. Like There's some really beautiful things in, in um, the release of a new project, and everything I've ever done takes so much like thought, prayer. I sit down with God, and Everything, you know, has has some kind of consecutive cohesiveness to it. Uh, I love that. I always come to the table with the record that I'm like, this is what the Lord has told me. This is what I need to do. I've had a lot of vision for stuff. And so when the Lord dropped a vision in my lap a couple weeks ago about, about this next batch of songs that may be my last, I don't know. I don't want to say that my last, but I just, I... I don't want to spend my life thinking I have to do something else because it's what I do. I want to spend the rest of my life doing what God's called me to do because that's that's the turn in the season. And I think when you push a kid off to college and you're like, "Oh my gosh, I can literally," I think I said this in, in that podcast, like that update podcast, I'm like I can go, I can go to Paris and live in Paris for two months if I want. I mean, I don't know anybody in Paris. If anybody actually wants to trade houses for a month or two, just DM me. But there was part of me that's like, man, I would love to actually go find the Lord in different countries for a while and sit and write songs on different soil. And um, and I just, I never thought like that because everything had an attachment to a church or an event. And then there was always like, I can't do this because I have a child and can't be gone like this and I can't do this or I have to take him with me here. And having this kind of like new kind of chapter open where you know, it's not like you can't do some of that stuff. I mean, mean, my kid's going to be home probably more than than I probably think he's going to be home, but um, it's just a new era. And I want to actually be ready and engaged for the Lord to do what he wants to do in this new era of my life. So I um, have been thinking a lot about that. And it's been really wild how um, Holy Spirit has been just talking to me about this next season. And it's it's actually been a little bit, oh, I, I, oh I'm I, trying to find the right word because I don't want to say the wrong word. The, the deep of God is always so precious, how God is so deep. But then there are moments when you're like, oof. Like you're asking me to do something that I'm gonna to have to totally research. Like I'm gonna to have to I'm gonna to have to like push on all of these sore buttons in my heart, and I'm gonna to have to unveil something. And I think that's where in the beginning when I was talk about when you revisit something, it's like there's some things that were like revisited, and and I'm like oof, I thought that was a scar, but I think that's a scab, and I just kind of tore that scab off, and and I could feel the Lord being like, yeah, we're gonna like let's write about that. But in order to write about that, I have to actually look at the wound again and I have to look at it and I have to be like, ooh, how did I resolve that this was okay and kept it like right here? And how did I actually think that you were like that in this? And so that actually inspires me. Like stuff like that, when you're you're not conscious of it and you're like, whoa, God, that is so cool that you just did that. It's actually sad that that, wasn't a scar, but that's pretty cool. Like, okay, let's get into this. Like, what do you really want to know? Those to me are like, I know it sounds weird, but I'm intrigued by that stuff with the Lord. And I think those are things that the Lord is like, you, uh, you can, sometimes we can be so busy in this area or so busy in this area that those things aren't affected. And so they feel like they're scars. They feel like they're all healed. And then the Lord like pounces on a season and you're like, now it's a season. We're going to go back and we're going to do this. And so to me, that's writing material, right? Because it's you know, it's delving into the heart of God. It's delving into the trust of Jesus. It's delving into the finding of the presence of God in a little dark tunnel that's off to the side that you were like, oh, I'll, I'll never have to go down that tunnel again. It'll be totally fine. And then all of a sudden you find yourself, whoopsies, I got to, I got to go in there. And um, I don't know what I'm going to find in there, but there's, there is this feeling in me that, that it's like, man, when we say we want the, when I say I want the more of God, he's like, he does not forget when you say, take me deeper, take me higher. I want to know you more. He's like, you got it. You're going to get blasted with me. And so I, I feel like because of that, there's things that are like rumbling that I'm like, okay, we need to sit down and we kind of need to, evaluate some of the stuff. And I think that's why I'm like, I think I need to put some of these things on pause just for just for a month or so and and reevaluate how um, this is all going to look because I feel like God's saying stuff, but I want to walk it out and I want to do a really good job at being like, okay, okay, okay. And now we're bouncing back. So um, all that to say, I have like absolutely loved this year doing it like this. And we are just going to do it better and um, have loved even um, the interviews that I've gotten to do just with the people I love so incredibly much. I love I love the people that are around me. I, I was just thinking, I'm driving to a right last week. I was like, I love these people. Like, I just love, I love these people. I just get to be around these beautiful people all the time. And I'm so like in awe sometimes of the people that I get to be in a room with and just do life with. And it's what a joy, what an experience. And I'm like, man, if that was, you know, I don't think that was the goal in, in the worship world. The goal was always the presence of God, obviously, but man, the additions to the additions to that and what I, I get to do and how I get to meet people and sit down with people and talk to people and laugh. Oh gosh, laugh with people so hard um, that it's just been really kind of a wonderful life and that. So Um, that is kind of a little bit of where I've been at. And uh, this is in no means a goodbye. It's just a, hey, we're going to take a break and um, we're going to come back and do things maybe a little bit more beautifully. And so I just hope that you guys are in for this and um, you will stick around for what's coming. And um, that'd be great. I've loved it. You're, you're, So many of your comments, your reviews, all those things have really blessed me. And I do it because I really want to encourage you. I live a life of encouragement. I live a life of throwing courage on people. I think it's the um, most beautiful thing I've ever done in my life with my life outside of just raising a a son with the Lord and getting to worship God. It's been beautiful. So it will keep happening. And I just wanted to say thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for sticking out this year and and hanging out for the next um, coming soon events. And I am still mentoring. If there's anybody out there, I've actually, that has actually just woken me up in a huge way. The the one-on-one mentorships that I do has really just been life to me. And I'm doing one right now in the songwriting category, which has been really amazing with at least just a handful of young songwriters. And I love that. I love just, I just love encouraging people. So we're starting our... I'm starting to mentor one-on-ones again August the 10th um, for four weeks and a um, little bit of a price break in that summer four weeks. And so if you're out there, I'm not taking very many. I really only have the schedule for 11 or 12 um, for that month. But um, if that's you and you are in leadership at all, you you are a songwriter, you want to be mentored, you want to be mentored in your worship, leading, past, pastoring gift, uh, then you can sign up uh, at readerspringer.com. That'd be great. And um, yeah, so keep your eyes out for all the new things that are coming. And again, thank you for all of your love and all of your support in this past year on the Ready Springer podcast. Shout out to the beautiful Unity Media for all of their efforts this year and their kindness and their love making this come to be and putting this in all of your listening devices i love you Umi me media i love you courtney kavanaugh you guys are the best and yeah so more to come coming soon keep your eyes peeled